Hello guys, welcome to the Black Queens Republic podcast. Today I have Catherine and Carmen. They have a podcast as well. So tell us a little bit about it. So our podcast is called I'd Kill a Spider for You. Mm -hmm. Um, Catherine and I talk about all sorts of different topics, like nerdy topics for the most part, but you know, just everyday kind of subject matter that's important to us but mm-hmm. then we politicize everything not even really on purpose it just seems to happen we've tried to not politicize things and I, it's honestly impossible for us to i don't think <laughs> we are capable of not politicizing it of not yeah. being like let's eat the rich of not being like men are trash we have like a <laughs> like an emotional problem we can't make what we have episodes about like the Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or like Zodiac yes. signs and in it we will still be like and fuck rich people <laughs> um, so Carmen actually guested on this podcast before yes and she I, I was so insulted because she didn't tell me until like the day the podcast was dropping she's like by the way and I was like actually oh, no she didn't even tell me I found out through her Instagram stories and I was like excuse me you're cheating on me and I find out through your Instagram stories I was like you know yeah that's why I'm so excited that you're gonna come on on a topic I know nothing about <laughs> well Catherine and I have discussed this at length yeah because i i came across an article but my favorite episode of you guys is still um the fears one i was like (laughs) you guys are not to minimize your fears but i was like really (laughs) clowns spiders the coals oh god yeah or um um, umbrellas yes the umbrellas was you (laughs) yeah yeah that's truly irrational (laughs) <laughs> that was just like seriously card <laughs> but you know what in the in the wind it, they do get really violent <laughs> like they pull exactly. you back they're like girl where yeah. are you going exactly see Catherine? i I'm mean but, i am correct but to be i'm shaking my head <laughs> <laughs> but i'm so excited to have you guys on here we're talking about porn exciting <laughs> the way you let i'm so excited we're talking about porn <laughs> <laughs> no i'm so excited because i had put out an uh, a thing like asking my friends my ugandan friends they all were just like crickets <laughs> about porn yeah they all were like me i don't watch those things so <laughs> Uh, you know, you might have to find your Canadian friends to do that. <laughs> and here friends. we are. Yeah, exactly. So no one wanted, they probably watch porn, they just don't want to say. They definitely do. Yeah, they have their incognito browser, they do it dead of night. <laughs> like, I've seen, like, sex tapes. Yeah. Like, Wait. I get curious, and I'm like, hmm. By sex tapes, do you mean, like, physical celebrities? Like, no, like, like celebrity. celebrities. Oh, Okay. Like the Kim Kardashian of it all. Yes. So so that and like the love and hip hop woman. She first came and she's like, guys, it leaped. And then she realized it was professionally made and that it looked like she was lying. And then she came out and said I was paid a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean That is some steep porn money. What are you talking about? A hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty I hope she still has it though. Probably not. Seeing yeah. how love and hip hop people spend their fucking money, <laughs> like um, if I had, but a hundred thousand does. How long does it last in this country, in the West? Not, not long. I would long. have to go to Africa, back home. Yeah, for yeah, and then you'd look great. 
Yeah. Then you'd be fine. Just not tell anyone because I'd probably get fired. Yeah. Um, but can we have a moment mm. just because Catherine's here and uh, one of the things that Catherine and Jane have in common is that when I told Catherine and when I told Jane that I had gone out with a Nigerian man, they both had such a violent reactions. <laughs> I wouldn't say my reaction was violent. No, no. You were just um very had an opinion, Ooh. a very strong opinion. Whereas Jane was like, Do you, Do you like want- your life? Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Do you want to be treated like cattle? And yeah. I was like, What is happening? My- what have I missed? <laughs> I just like my head hurt when you told me that. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things, like, I'm Jamaican, for context, and Jamaicans are, in many ways, the Nigerians of the Caribbean, but, of course, (laughs) at the same time, (laughs) very uppity, very full of ourselves, my mom was married to a Nigerian man, and found out well into it that she was, like, the third wife, so, you know. And that doesn't, like, shock me. Not at all. It shouldn't. (laughs) It shouldn't shock you. Oh, Nigerians. Your about demons is a real thing. Like, you know, it's <laughs> it's true. Well, like my um my sisters are Igbo, so it's a little better, but a little bit better, yes. At least in in my experience, like I, like a Yoruba guy once was like, "How am I supposed to break up with my wife if you have not told me if you're interested?" <laughs> also, beautiful accent. That was well done. <laughs> Like, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, I don't want you to break up with your wife because of me. He's like, I need to know that time. I need to know that you actually be with me. I'm like, I don't want to break up your marriage. That's not my goal in life. It's a Nigerian man with a, like a white shirt that's half open and some sunglasses on. Was that what he was? Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. His name was Stephen. Oh, of course, Stephen. If you're listening, fuck you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You trash. You're, you're trash. <laughs> you're married. Yeah. And you lied on your immigration, but yeah. that's a whole. Not- that's none of my business. <laughs> you're gonna get Stephen deported. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So I was reading an article. There's this lady. She's a human traf- trafficking advocate. Like a lawyer. Yeah. I found this like article on Pornhub and how. This girl went missing Mm -hmm. in England, Mm -hmm. and she was found on Pornhub. She was 15 years old. Oh. And that's how her mom found her. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of these girls, and I'm sure it happens in Toronto, but this was happening in the UK. Right. So the verification on Pornhub, if you want to post stuff, Mm -hmm. you just get your ID, and you take a picture, and you send it, and then they send you an email saying verified. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is like I anyone like a goat could take a picture <laughs> and be like, "Here's my ID." So that's how they were getting like a bunch of kids or like and things like that. And the other thing I noticed, I started going on like all these porn sites, which mm-hmm. I felt like I was sinning. <laughs> like I was like, "God, I'm so sorry, but I need the research." <laughs> oh yeah, research. Uh huh. <laughs> like, like, so what I noticed is there was a lot of like weird language, like teen and like girl. That is a huge thing. It's like yeah. there's also a weird. I don't know if you guys. Have, I mean, Carmen. I guess we'll have to ask you. But have you noticed there's a weirdly large amount of like teen or incest shit? Yeah. Yes. It's or like, like my stepmom. Or yeah. Like, oh, yeah. my stepsister. It's like, yes. I know. 
there's a lot of like incest there, there was a lot of like teen language so so when i went over to like the the black people and i typed black i saw a lot of ebony <laughs> i mean yeah um and then it was like ebony slave if if it was like an if it was a black woman with a white guy she was a slave Mm-hmm. But then if it was a black guy with a white woman, then he was a BBC. Yeah. So like, and I'm just, and I'm just noticing that like today. So my question is like, has that always been yes. the case? Oh. Oh, absolutely. That is. A hundred percent. Old timey. So like porn, so porn got a lot of shit back in like the 60s and 70s from mm-hmm. like when it came to the feminist movement. So what happened was porn, you know, porn has obviously changed. So it used to be like pictures and it used to be just women showing like not even their whole bodies. It would just mm. be like a boob or whatever. Yeah. And it would be considered porn. And then, you know, things changed and now uh, it's like, like full on. Yeah. And as movies started coming out, there were a lot of porn movies in the 60s and 70s where like all of them were basically directed by men obviously and they were all the same and the feminist movement had a huge issue with it because so much of pornography was women saying no and men insisting and like you know like insisting and pushing and getting violent and eventually like the woman just giving in hey step bro (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so gross um so it was just a lot of that and so the feminist movement was like what the fuck is this like this is like rape Mm-hmm. You're, you're emulating. Yeah. yeah, and so that happened, but then it, it was weird because then there was so much porn, like back in the day, if you notice, there was like a history of porn of it being very, yeah, like the racialized stuff, like the women all looked like, it was like some weird foxy Cleopatra shit back in the day, but like it hasn't changed, like yeah. it's just like a different trend, so it's like ebony. So this is the thing, when it comes to porn, I haven't really been watching for a very long time, I haven't watched it. Like, I think I really, I'm much older than most people. Did I even, like, even take a chance to, like, look at anything that was porn? And mm-hmm. even even now, I have, I do actually have a really hard time with it because for me to be okay with even wanting to watch porn, it would have to be, like, not the incest stuff, not the, like, team not the team stuff. stuff. And I then can't watch anyone that's not white. Like, I can only watch white people porn. Because they just, like, when it's, like, racialized people, it's just, like, it's always, like, really cute black girl. Like, you have to, like, And a light-skinned woman is, like, red bone. Yeah. I also noticed. It's just, it's so bad. And it's, and, like, with Latina stuff, it's just, like, it's, like, Latina gets arrested at border. Latina (laughs) made. Are you serious? Yeah, or it's, like, Latina made. (laughs) Or, like, hot Latina wants, can't get enough sex. And I'm just, like. Lord save me. I remember so, we had a conversation about this once where yeah. you were telling me that, yeah, you only watch porn with white people in it. And I think, wasn't it someone you were dating was like critical of that? Yeah. And they were like, how dare you? And I was like, no, no, I can't watch racial. Like if I ever wanted to watch porn, I wouldn't be able to watch porn with racialized people because they make it weird and fetishy. Cause and like, like what, how can you watch something that says Ebony slave attached or like BBC? Like BBC. I don't, I don't, it just, it grosses me out. It grosses me out and it makes me so uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. like the whole point of porn I'm assuming is like, it's a form of escapism and it's entertainment. How right. can you like escape and be entertained and be sexual? If you're, like, being reminded 
Uh, of like the grossness of racism it is very upsetting i did it just i just did a like a quick google on my phone and pornhub does very good statistics like they're on it they're like okay most search oh yeah they do the best of, like statistics. 2018 or 2019 and in 2018 the top ones were lesbian was the most searched then <laughs> japanese then milf then ebony then hentai then anal then mature and then it goes down from there and then in 2019 mm -hmm. the most searched term was japanese then hentai, then lesbian, then MILF, then Korean, then Asian, and stepmom. <laughs> wow, okay. Poor Asian folks. Is the reason why that people are demanding to see, like, stuff like teen and stepmom? Yes. Well, and no, no, no. slave and all that kind of stuff? Not, pe not, not just people. I think, like, men in particular dominate the industry in terms of producers. Exactly. In terms of, like, producers and directors and everything else. Like, men are the Even talent agents are mostly men. Mm -hmm. So they get to choose who counts as attractive. They get to choose who gets paid what money. And they're all just perverts who look for TV. Well, no, because it's just a bunch of white guys. It's like any other corporate space. Pornography is like a billion-dollar industry. So it would be a corporate space like any other corporate space, which would be old white guys. And mm. old white guys want to see young women, barely legal women, and, like, fetishize them in the way any other rich old white guy would want to this is disturbing. Things. I mean, pedophile culture is rampant and very upsetting, and mm -hmm. you can really see it infiltrating all sort of facets of life, like on Instagram, where it's like a bunch of 12-year-olds making themselves up to look older. And it's not their fault because they're 12. They're just following the trends. But then right. if you look at the people who are commenting on their pictures, so a bunch of old-ass men being like, oh, this girl's so hot, and mm -hmm. she's like 12 years old in a low-cut top. And I'm pretty sure like the like child pornography industry is like a several billion dollar industry mm -hmm. and that's not even counting sex tourism and things like that so what's reflected in um Pornhub and and mm -hmm. other porn sites mm -hmm. is these very disturbing trends and how much more normalized is becoming for people to be like masturbating to like teen or like child porn and shit. Mm -hmm. exactly and the thing is the language obviously i know where mm -hmm. i live and i know that they're 18 and above I mean, I'm hoping mm -hmm. for the most part. I feel like the reason why it says teen and stuff is because they're trying to get you to think these people are children. Well, yeah, the Absolutely. whole idea that they look like babies, like they look Exactly. Young. And then there was one that was said like bondage and in the thumbnail, she looked like she was wearing Dora the Explorer underwear. <laughs> yeah. I so awful. I was just saying, it's, this is, how is this a legal website? But they are, but it's because they, this is how they find loopholes, right? So they'll be like, no, we just found actresses that look really young. And like, you'll see there's but some they, people. But they target actresses that look really exactly. young. Oh, they must. They're like girls who are like, yeah, they look young or they're super, super skinny and have like mm -hmm. almost prepubescent looking bodies. And you're like, ah. Okay, but the Explorer underwear, you're I mean, <laughs> no, but that's, that's very deliberate. Do. I think as consumers of like anything like this, this is one of the things that comes up. And I think it's infiltrating in really interesting ways. We see it everywhere. Mm -hmm. But like we also see it in Hollywood now with like young men as well. Mm. So like we talk about the women a lot, which is very important because most victims of like sex trafficking and all of this other stuff are women. So let me be clear that I'm not going like, but men too, you know, I'm yeah. not trying to say that. But yeah, 
Like if we look at someone like Timothy Chalamet. I mean, I thought you were going there. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the kids from Stranger Things. These are prepubescent kids when they started fucking doing their things, their shows, their movies, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing all these people going like, oh, I'd fuck him or like, (laughs) you know, whatever. And you're just like, yeah, sorry, ma'am. I know that he's 14. You're like 26. Mm hmm. And you're talking about how you want to fuck a 14-year-old? Remember when the Olsen twins or, like, Emma Watson and they had countdown clocks for when they turned 18? Like, men had countdown clocks on the internet for when they would turn of age? Yeah. There are similar things going on with all these young boy celebrities, and it's very upsetting and disturbing because, like, I mean, obviously the same thing happens with, what's her name, Millie Bobby Brown, who's on that Mm -hmm. show as well. Yes. I, I read have something s- like that with Drake. Oh my god, yeah, Drake. Drake's a pedophile. <laughs> the thing about it is that there's so much more access to them, so they can directly like message them on like any social media platform and send them disgusting messages, being yeah. like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I want to fuck you." But it's like you're trying to do a ch- someone arrest them, <laughs> like collect the DMs. This is what I don't understand. Warrants. There's this amazing video. I'll, Jane, I'll send it to you. It's a YouTube video, and it's. I think it's like ABC or something, but it's basically like a 10 minute video. And it's this woman talking about like, we do like online, like sex trafficking, like prevention. Mm-hmm. So what they do is like, this woman is like 30 something and they dress her up and they do makeup and they do filters to make her look younger. Mm-hmm. So it was like partially research, partially trying to like find these men that are looking for these girls. Mm-hmm. And so she did all these filters and everything to look like she was 15 and like posted pictures and like did this whole thing mm-hmm. and had this whole persona and within minutes she was getting messages from guys about like oh i would fuck you and like mm. old men and so she was like okay what if i was younger would they still treat me like this so then she did it so she was like 11 mm-hmm. and it still happened to the point where like she it was almost like the what was that show called? Where you would, where they would, to catch predators? Dateline. Yeah. 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 To catch Dateline them. NBC. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, whatever the fuck his name was. And Chris was, Hansen? Yeah, Chris Hansen. But it was research around mm-hmm. how easily can you get these girls? Like, what can you do? And so a lot of it was like, they target girls who say things like, I hate my life or like, I hate my parents because then they know that they have an in. Right to talk to people, which is why when these girls end up on Pornhub, like sex trafficking can happen very easily. Mm -hmm. There's no accountability. I don't know how much money these like amateur people would be making anyway, probably not much, Mm -hmm. but then you're posting it there and like, God knows what else you're posting. Like, are you posting it and then going like, check my website. And then the website is for you to meet them in person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the only moral catfishing. Right? I don't know. It's just one of those weird things where it gets so, so deep. I also listened to this thing on the CBC, a joint podcast with like Canada and I think Sweden. And Mm -hmm. it was a joint podcast called, I'll look it up, Catching Something. But Mm -hmm. it was this whole podcast about this Canadian from Ontario from like Guelph or something, guy who became the biggest dealer of child pornography on the dark web. And he was like 30 and he was obviously a pedophile. And Mm -hmm. it was this whole story about how like anything you post online about your children can become pornography. Are you Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes. So like when people post their kids online, like there's a lot of people who are like, don't post pictures of my kids. 
Yeah, because, I'm going to be one of those moms. No, because you don't know what people will do with them. It turned out that like he had stayed at his cousin's house mm-hmm. and she had two young kids. Honestly, it's such a disturbing podcast, but it's so great. And they talk about how the mom was asked like, she was like, have you found any strange pictures in the house that he might have left? And she's like, no. And they're like, well, we just need to check because we've just found a bunch of pictures of your kid's feet. Hmm. And I was like, but imagine, like, you could just be taking pictures of your kids playing or, like, with their feet in the sand or something, and somebody's taking it to make, like, porn out of it. Can you just, this is what I don't understand, because there has to be people in power that are keeping this going. Of course there are. So I was looking at different countries, different laws. So U.S. and Canada don't care. Like, they're just, like, (laughs) free-for-all. In the UK, they have some regulation around porn. Right. So BDSM is allowed, but you can't emulate rape. So you can't tie someone up or do any of that. Right. You cannot do things like peeing on people. Do they call them golden showers or something? Yeah. Yeah, you can't pee on somebody, but it's only a woman cannot pee on a man. What? But there's what? no mention of the... <laughs> yeah, there's no mention of... And this the, is the UK's rules? Yes. It's very wow. funny. So they're specific in saying a woman cannot pee on a man or or fluid. They use like spit and right. whatever. But they don't have any mention of like if a man did it to of the woman. Not. Which I also found... Like I was reading, I'm like, okay, that's, that's interesting. And then I go down and like there's a lot of specific language around women. But then there's nothing about men. There's not much about like some men. weird insecure man was the one writing this. He's like, and yeah. no, no women can pee on men, and uh, they can't step on them. And uh, okay, you guys think that there should be legislation around porn because some people argue that <clears throat> there is no use because this woman, the one that I'm talking yeah. about, she's like, there's no use for porn. Like, what do you mean? It should, she just said, like, we should just ban pornography, period, because it's detrimental in any way that you look at it. Do you think that we should, no, like, abolish I, no, I think porn that's like, and it should be gone? I think that's weird and moralistic, seeing as there's been porn since the days the humans were around. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Catherine knows art history better than most people. In fact, when she talks about little boy pedophilia stuff. Yo, Caravaggio? Okay, so, like, like, (laughs) so when you look at paintings and you're thinking about the fact that, like, oh, there's lots of naked women in these pictures, it's not just, like, because they're, like, oh, the female foreign. It's also sexual. It was deliberately sexual. And then you look at someone like Caravaggio, who was straight up a pedophile, and all of his art is, like, naked little boys who are, like, giving, like, a drunk college girl look over their shoulders and shit. Like, this is deliberately provocative, like, imagery and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, the sculptures. Like, for example, what's his name? That piece of shit. <clears throat> Michelangelo? <laughs> Michelangelo couldn't draw tits for a shit. He was horrible at it. He couldn't draw boobs. They, he couldn't sculpt boobs. And that was because he was just very gay. And that's a very <laughs> clear example of someone who didn't know how to sculpt the form. And so it wasn't pornographic, but, like, for everybody else, when the women's figures like look good or look good for whatever the 
standards of the time aren't, it's supposed to be salacious. And then you have things like the Kama Sutra that are like advice uh, manuals on sex. And there's a whole history of Japanese pornography mm -hmm. where people used to give like these pornographic sort of books to women when they were getting married, but it was a good thing. It was being like, hey, here are things you can do. So mm -hmm. porn has a place in our history. And even now there are porn websites that are like made by women that have specific Ooh. like porn that is, I guess more moral, I don't know, not more moral, but more, so less now, violent against women yeah. and less, less, less like women getting choked out <laughs> um, and things yeah. like that. And more friendly towards women porn that is being made by specific like women who want mm -hmm. to help change the porn industry. So I think saying that you need to get rid of the porn industry doesn't really make much sense. It's just more like, let's please get some legislation on child porn. Yeah, because her argument is that the you know, websites like uh, X and XX and Pornhub and X videos, like, like, because there's such a demand for their pornography, it also increases the demand for children and human trafficking. And so she's saying just, but like, trash it completely. Well, the problem is with that, is that the assumption that she's making there is that most people are watching child porn on things like Pornhub. And they're not because it's very easy to track people down who are watching child porn on things like Pornhub. Like it's mm. easy to track down an IP address, no problem. Yeah. It's all these weird the sub web. websites. Yeah, it's yeah. on the dark web. When I tell you it's a billion dollar industry, people are getting on the dark web. I don't know how, but like people are finding ways to get on the dark web. And the dark web is where you will find child porn. You're not just going to find it in a Google search or like, <laughs> your computer will explode when you hear cases of like this guy's house got broken into uh -huh. because he was watching child porn he didn't find them on porn sites no no not, no. not like a typical really porn site it's a, like a weird underground that. thing like so yeah. on porn sites you'll see things that are like teen or whatever that are sort of like deliberately invoking child pornography things mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. they're not child porn if you People who are looking for child porn have, yeah, the dark web. They'll usually have, like, what was that guy from Glee who killed himself, Mark Sailing? And yeah. he himself, and they found, like, boxes and boxes of pictures of child porn and videos because they circulate among pedophiles, and then they also circulate, like, in forms of pictures and things like that. And it's, like, this creepy underground people network. People will mail each other. They'll just mail each other, like, a disc or, like, a USB key with oh my God. content. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense to say no porn. Like, so the YWCA, I did an internship with them a couple of years ago. And I remember that one of the things that they were doing was they were looking into research related to violence, like gender-based violence and pornography <coughs> and youth, like young mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. And one of the conversations that they had was that one of like the things that kept coming up over and over and over was that a lot of these girls would were saying that like they were like 13 or 14 and they're getting into a relationship with a boy. and it's like back in the day, there would have been like you would have kissed or you would have made out or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like these girls are being asked by the boys that they're dating to like give them blowjobs, but mm -hmm. they've never been kissed before. So, oh. and it's because in pornography, yes, there's a lot of like just getting straight to the sex. So, yes, so the there boys, isn't that emotional piece. No, and the boys don't realize because they're basing their like their understanding of sex and the realities of sex are based on 
what they see in porn and porn is like those unrealistic understanding of sex but then it's also about like if this is the case instead of saying don't do it or like don't have porn at all mm -hmm. why don't you make porn that's like a little bit more realistic mm. and like that but doesn't how can make you regulate it... that but oh you, you can't really you can't but i don't really think that the state should get involved in regulating porn because like sexuality because then that gets into regulating our sexuality and the last time the state was regulating our sexuality they didn't let, let men get married to men or what women marry women so, so then <laughs> what is the solution here because we're looking diversify at the porn diversify it, the honestly porn. funnily enough it's like one of those things where the change has to come from within the porn industry <laughs> like they need to start making porn that we is diversify fucking porn and diversify porn um like different conversations with their kids about sex like this is the problem a lot of parents and of course like we i'm sure that if i were a parent i'd be extremely uncomfortable talking about of sex course. with my kid but like i'm, I'm uncomfortable having this episode <laughs> <laughs> but hey <laughs> but not, no like like being able to tell your kids like i don't want you to watch porn but like if you do it's okay but just know that this isn't what sex is like mm. sex is not like you go on a date and you're like fucking fisting each other or whatever the fuck the case may be that? yeah like that is not what sex is and please don't assume that it is so can i just ask and i'm not shaming anybody so fisting is at first, when when I thought about it, it sounds like feces. <laughs> no. And so I thought people were pooing on each other. <laughs> that is that is a thing people do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also heard that that was a thing. Yeah. Um, so fisting is like putting your fist. Yeah. <laughs> which is like, duh, Jane, hello. <laughs> I could have known that, but is what is the thing like what what is the arousal in that? Well, just because it's like a bigger thing going inside of you. So then, do you keep putting it in and out? I, I assume. I actually don't really know. Or do you just leave it there and chill it there? No. I think you, yeah, I think you moved your hand. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, does it go in It's like a badge? penis. Yeah, it's like a penis, but. but you can go in either spot. Yeah. You can go in either the, the, the butt or the vagina. Yeah. Huh. And the, and it and then you just feel great. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, for those who enjoy fisting, you know, do what that works. Dude. <laughs> huh. Do what you want interesting but yeah but anyway, sorry but like imagine kids growing up and thinking that like that's normal yeah right like you're gonna <laughs> go on a date with a girl and hold her hand and come on her face and like that's the date like <laughs> that's, that's, that's what porn is okay, thank you this but that's is what kids crazy. are learning because yeah because adults don't necessarily want to have the conversation with their like it's an it's a very awkward conversation so i also don't think it's their fault and it's a new generation and the ways in which porn has like exploded is very different mm -hmm. than yeah it would have been in back in the day when it was just like playboy magazines or Whatever. Yeah, like you find some porn somewhere. Or like even then when you go beyond that, just like expectations of people's like bodies and everything, like mm -hmm. hair or like what vaginas look like or what penises look like. Yeah. Like all of these things. It's like, no, you know that person was hired either because they have like naturally a body that is this weird ideal, or they probably got surgery. Yes, yeah. and that's a really good point because when I was growing up, porn, maybe because I grew up in Uganda, but we used to call them blue movies <laughs> and it was like shannon tweed i don't know if you know who yeah. that is yeah and no. she had this enormous you don't know who she is catherine she no she has it got it got it got it and she's like the, what's that guy the guy from the band kiss gene simmons <laughs> it was like this terrible acting and all she did was just you know 
do missionary cow dog cow cowboy cow girl <laughs> cow girl there we go cow dog <laughs> <laughs> and like she she's like swing her hair and i have to say like watching that i used to sneak and watch my dad's movies i used to be like is that does your hair just blow around like that <laughs> when you're having sex and it's so unrealistic because first of all my hair is kinky it doesn't do that yeah. But it's like when I was that age, I was like, oh, it's going to be lit. It's going to be great. It's just you know, like, I'm just going to have a fan right there, just <laughs> yeah. blowing my hair. At all times. My breasts are going to be proportionate, which they're not. No like, ones are. It's unrealistic. Of course it is. Of course it is. So you don't think that porn should just be... Because mm -hmm. uh, you, you no, because people will find a way. What's the point of porn? Like, can you people guys tell me what is way. the use Well, of it's porn? like it's like it's just to get off. Like, it's like it's another form of entertainment. It's like something people use to like get off when they're by themselves, or sometimes not by themselves. Like, couples will sometimes watch stuff together. But is that important though? Like, can you watch like Power? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, watch a show. I mean, yeah, but it might not be the same because there's not like normal TV wouldn't have the same stuff going on. Normal TV has like making out, some moaning, and a like boob. basic instinct. Literally, basically, like TV is the least arousing thing in the world. But yeah, um, it's, like, it's like a boob, some moaning, next scene. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not. Yeah. Right. So I think a also a boob, a boob on TV. Carmen, what TV are you watching? I yeah, guess maybe like Game of Thrones, not, like yeah. HBO, sure, but like <laughs> regular TV. L let me give you a scenario. So we ban porn completely. But then we have movies like Basic Instinct. Yeah, you're going down a really terrible rabbit hole um, of just morally blocking everything. But, and, gonna be but like, we wouldn't be blocking it. It would just be like, we would do away with things that... But then who gets to say what counts things. as porn? We would put a lot of women on the board. Yeah, that doesn't help. There's a lot of women as Democrats and they're trash. Because my only thing is, okay, can I just say... BDSM. Yeah. People I, are into it. Eh? Like a lot of women are into BDSM. Like a lot of women. Well, yeah, it's a whole thing. Like kinks and people's like things, everybody has whatever they have. I remember I saw something where someone was talking about like attraction and arousal, and it's like nine times out of ten, whatever randomly turns you on that you weren't expecting is not a big deal. Like unless it's like again, children or like something or something like that. Otherwise, mm -hmm. It's just who even knows why, and there's probably not even a reason for why you're attracted to this whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, like, not a big deal. So also, you don't think that BDSM, as she was saying, emulates, like, sexual assault? Well, there can be types of BDSM yeah. that do that. But BDSM proper, so, like, mm -hmm. the whole point of BDSM is that it's two consenting adults yeah. who have agreed and set up terms that are very, very specific, very strict, that are just about, like, if I'm not into this and I tell you whatever, my safe word or whatever, mm -hmm. you have to stop. Mm -hmm. So the whole point of BDSM is that you actually are in complete control in the sense of, like, if you don't like what's happening to you, the person stops. Yeah. And there's ongoing... So exactly. It's I like, like an, about it, it's ongoing consent. Exactly. Yeah. And, and a lot of people, actually, a lot of women specifically who have gone through, like, sexual trauma actually find BDSM to be very helpful because... Really? It doesn't trigger... No, because they feel like... It gives them the power instead. Gives them the power, and it also is, like, consent through and through. Yeah, but I think, what is the motto? It's like safe, sane, and consensual. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing. Yes, I agree with everything Carmen just said. And also, yeah, BDSM is like supposed to be safe, sane, and consensual. However, there can be instances where BDSM and porn can be weird. Like if you're a racialized person and it's a bunch of white guys who only do BDSM with racialized women, yeah. then the questions start. Yeah, then it's awful. Then it's like, <laughs> um... And, and like, that is my question. <laughs> that is you literally... Expect, but then you can't expect the government to look into that because... Yeah, oh, absolutely not. They don't you can't expect the government like to look into that. That's the least of their worries. Patrick brings up a good point. It's true when you do go on these websites, quote-unquote, I hate it, ebony. <laughs> uh-huh. I, don't, I don't like it, but that's what they call them. Yeah, I God, hate it too. God forbid you just call them black women. Like, goddamn. But, so they... It's, it will say, like, ebony, chocolate queen yeah yeah (laughs) and then it's like it's always a white man performing these tasks shall i say and it's like it just imagine as a black woman or as a black human no as a person in general you go and you see that you're like this is weird this is uncomfortable of course there's no way in hell that the porn industry will ever change no, but the porn industry is also about possibly giving women the opportunity, for example, to do porn. So it's also about people divesting and like going into and watching other porn. So like it is very easy to like just Google search or whatever, just go on like Pornhub, right? Or go right. on whatever because they're the big websites and right. so you don't have to do anything and there's all this porn that's right there. Mm-hmm. But if you go and actually do your research which takes a little bit more time. Right. You can find porn that's done by women where it's not super exploitative in the sense of like, you know, racialized people and like, so like finding more ethical, like directors and stuff. But then that's not even just the porn industry. That's us as the public being able to take that responsibility and doing that. Because also one of the big things, a lot of people in the porn industry don't actually like Pornhub. Yeah, because the issue here is like money. Because what is like steals a bunch, yeah, steals a bunch of porn and videos. Yeah. Yeah. So so then videos people have just like uploaded that they ripped from somewhere else. It's almost like it's almost like prime video or like Mm -hmm. whatever where it's just like shit that's just been ripped off the other thing about the more ethical porn is that usually you have to pay for it so Mm -hmm. usually it's like the website that is self-sustained and then they have to that's why they hate these Pornhub websites and things like that because they just steal their content and then they don't get any money for it and that's another issue is that another barrier to like porn becoming more ethical is the fact that if you want more ethical porn you usually have the money down and people are usually not willing to just pay for anything Oh, Lord. So just like people, do your research. Maybe pay for your porn if you think it's more ethical and mm, more... So if more um, people went to more ethical websites. Mm-hmm. And do you think that women should take themselves out of Pornhub and X videos and all these other like, websites? Like, what do you mean take themselves out? Because they can't take them... Because a lot of the times they didn't upload the videos of themselves. Someone else did. Mm-hmm. So they don't have control oh. over taking anything down. That's the problem. How is there no, like, copyright infringement? No, because a lot of women will, like, especially, where's that, there was that movie that now got a lot of shit, but it was, like, hot, what was it? It was Rashida Jones did that documentary on Netflix. Hot Girl Wanted? Yeah. About, I watched that. I yeah, think. where, like, the girls are given contracts by talent scouts. Yes, I remember So they that. can't take them down because they're not theirs. They belong to the porn company and a lot that of, did it. 
a lot of the girls in that documentary had actually quit after like two months of doing it. Yeah, but then the videos are up forever. Yeah. But like this is it's the same shit, right? So so they don't own the rights to them. And there are like laws like in the in the US and in Canada, there's I know in Canada there's a law about like non consensual distribution of intimate images. I but I think that only it does that apply to like produced porn or, or is it just like no. revenge porn stuff it's like revenge porn but re but like revenge porn does end up on Pornhub yes there was sure. a youtuber whose boyfriend uploaded them having sex on Pornhub and she it's been like I think yeah and they, could, like they just call it amateur porn exactly that's well, true yeah. this is a problem but then that that's a situation where yeah you can like take i mean it'll be up forever anyway but like you can you can find ways to take that down but when it comes to actual produced porn unless you have legal rights over your own image which you don't generally right. speaking then there's no way to take it down you guys are saying that as the public we have to invest do your research. In ethical porn. Yeah, if you want to see a change to the porn industry, then just do that. But how many of us really give a shit? Well, not that That's the problem. Nobody really does. The issue. Yeah. It's and bad. guys, <laughs> watch ethical porn for now. Yeah. As you we can. And you can. It's, it's online. Like, I literally searched ethical phones today. So you can <laughs> literally search ethical porn. Ethical anything, really. You really yeah. ethical anything. Because it's, it's a hot-ass mess. But thank you, guys. This was a really good conversation. Yes, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Thank you for having us. Awesome. No problem. Come back. We I want to continue this. I, I feel like we need a specific podcast on racism and porn. <laughs> Like that is a starting with ebony, and then we're going on to Latina yeah, and Asian, and we'll just work our way through it all. Yes, let's do part two one day. Yes, please. <laughs> Perfect. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.